If we keep eating out like this all the time, I'm gonna have to buy a bigger robe. Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime laundry's hamper. Okay. I didn't have a lot mm. this week. Gonna be real with you. <laughs> just receptacle-based humor. That's it's, what you come here for. It's just like, I, I know some of this show, but like not enough to play with it, and I don't know anything else. <laughs> That I can bleach mm. off of. Sure. I'm very. This is our Valentine's Day episode, so I was <laughs> expecting some sort of romance or, uh, have, you know, just have you anything me? that yeah, was. Have you met me? Say, I don't think Brendan has that capability. <laughs> At least not that I've seen. Maybe he could romance <laughs> someone real good, and we just don't know it. I just hide it away. I mean, my family always jokes that like they'll only meet my girlfriend when I'm already married to her. And I'm just like, yeah, probably. You're, this family dynamic is <laughs> fucked up, and I don't want to ruin if I have a good thing going. <laughs> I have to keep it sacred. Yeah. <laughs> Bring uh, it to the first family gathering, and I'll introduce you to my son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, this is our Valentine's Day episode. Ooh. So we're, uh, naturally, it's anime. We got to watch a romance. We got to watch uh, something something smoochy and lovey. Yay. We and also, uh, it's uh, this podcast, so it also has to include furries. So we're watching Fruits Basket. <laughs> Yay! What a painfully accurate description. <laughs> uh, obligated to uh, the calendar, but also us being uh, fucking weirdos. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it's fine. We're committed to the show, but you won't stop us from going, oh, woo, any episode we can get. <laughs> I'm so committed to the bit that uh, I'm a furry. It's all, it's all a joke, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But... Just immersive theater arts uh, mm-hmm. throughout this podcast. It's a performance piece. <laughs> I'm so committed to this bit. I got a full fursuit that cost me $5,000 to commission. I'm so committed to this bit that every time I see Bowser, my heart skips a beat. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a good dad. I love Bowser so much. You can't even we can't. You can't tell me shit. That's a derail all of us will commit to, and we can't afford to just derail the this thought, I had the thought recently, hold on. That, here we go. We're doing that it. maybe Bowser isn't, like, stealing Peach to, like, do anything weird. Maybe <laughs> he really just wants a good mom for, her, for his kids, and he thinks she would be a good mom. Maybe Peach owes child support, and she's watching on those payments, and Bowser's like, I yo, mean, I've been taking care of this maybe. kid for 30 years? How old is he? I just want you to have a relationship with your son! <laughs> maybe Bowser's the good parent, and Peach is the bad one. You're just hanging out with that guy and his brother, <laughs> it's a weird dynamic, I don't like it, I want you to be around for your family. Your real family. Your real family. Uh uh, but yeah, we're uh, we're in Tangent City. Uh, we uh, we've been sitting here talking for like twenty minutes before we hit record, so uh, we're we're all uh, keyed up. So yeah, uh, uh, fruits basket. Uh, fruits basket. This this is something that I 
became aware of mostly because of the remake and mm. people being like, oh, yeah, weird furry harem romance thing. So uh, that's about as much context as I have, but I'm more aware of it than most shows we watch. Uh, so <laughs> what what are so, such uh, a low your bar. exposures to this? Uh, I mean, I, I know it, but I never watched it. I'm not 100% sure why. Because, like, this is, like, 12-year-old me's shit. (laughs) This is the dream show. Yeah. So, I don't know why I never watched it, but I never did. So. I was familiar with it, and, like, I got got a loose premise of, like, yeah, it's, like, a reverse harem, and then, like, some of them turn to animals, and, like, that. that's about all I knew. So, I'm just, like, I got enough of an idea to know I, I wouldn't be interested, so I never really gave it a shot. Uh, but now that my taste in anime has matured, not at all. Um, <laughs> like a fine wine or <laughs> like a fine Gatorade put in the back of the cabinet for <laughs> three years. <laughs> it hasn't gotten better. It's just now corroded through the bucket. <laughs> so take that as you <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I know it's around the same time as Ah oh My Goddess and I was delightfully surprised by the OVA. I, I, I was surprised how much I actually did enjoy it and ended up finishing it. So I'm curious to see how this one will go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a 2001 series uh, and has uh, a baby Laura Bailey as <laughs> uh, the lead. Wow. Like, the early 2000s don't feel old to me, and I know that was 20 years ago, and that's fucking me up right now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you could have told me this show was from, like, 87. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Not 2000 anything. Yeah. I mean, me. like, anytime before 2005, I'm like, yeah, that feels old now. Anything after 2005, I'm like, yeah, that was like two years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was cognizant, so it has to be recent. <laughs> I am still baby. So. <laughs> I'm still young. I'm still hip. It's got to be new, right? Oh, <laughs> it's 20 some years ago. I'm 24. <sighs> I, before we started this episode, I was talking about a new manga I started reading with the main character being younger than I am and with a five-year-old child, and it hurt my soul. <laughs> anyway. <Well. laughs> Animals um, in love? But yeah, uh, since our souls are so hurt, we, we need some heartwarming content. We're going to watch the first three episodes. Hooray. Yeah. I get the hype now. <laughs> I get it. Hey, internet, we're on the same page, kind of, for the first time. Wow. Uh, uh, still don't love a lot of what you say, so fucking watch it. But, uh, yeah. I, we're not friends I, yet. Watch yourself. I'm seeing eye to eye with you on this one issue in that uh, this is a, a fun anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so we begin episode one. Uh, we see uh, our, our main character, uh, Toru Honda. Uh, she's looking up at the sky and she's, uh, talking to her mom who's dead and just time. immediately. Yep. I think it's the <laughs> fastest dead parent club we've ever gotten in any anime. Uh, I think Oran still was like the third line of dialogue. It was like oh, within yeah, the first five right. minutes. I know 
it was very quick. But Wasn't it yeah, like, this your is mom a house heaven. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How are okay. things up in heaven, mom? Okay. Yeah. Got, got it. Romance animes. Parents are gone. Kill them off right now. <laughs> At least the mom. At least the mom. Yeah, the, we can't have parents interacting and being like, ooh, I disappro- disapprove <laughs> yeah. of that furry you're being dating. responsible. <laughs> can't have that in love. Takeo's <laughs> parents are both alive in my love story, and they're very supportive of their son. Anyway. <laughs> that's true. But that's why it's an amazing show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she's uh, living out of a tent. Uh, we'll we'll get into why in a little bit, uh, but uh, she is uh, her mom is dead, her dad is dead, right. so she's like, okay, gotta live on my own now. Uh, we'll get more context soon, but uh, she's on this uh, property. She doesn't realize other people are living here, but she stumbles across a house uh, that has. Some like painted porcelain figures of the uh, twelve zodiac animals from uh, you know the, the zodiac. zodiac animals from uh, yeah. <laughs> Which one are you guys? I want to know. I'm a rat. She. Do you guys know? I, I can't remember. I like I'm a year before you. I think pig. I oh, think it was sure. either pig or rat because I remember being it's like, oh, I got one of the the <laughs> not as cool ones. Everyone wants the dragon. No one gets yeah. the dragon. Mm, yeah. You're you're a pig, Dugan. Okay. Yeah. I, that checks out. <laughs> I'm a sheep. I also she- buy consumer products and listen to what the TV tells me to do. <laughs> God, open up that third eye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> She sees these figures and uh, uh, the owner of or one of the people who lives here comes out and is talking with her. Uh, She's like, oh, uh, sorry, didn't know anyone lived here, but uh, I love your figures. Uh, Weird, but you left out the cat uh, because uh, in the Chinese folktale of the Zodiac animals, uh, we get a little backstory of there was a big banquet that all of the Zodiac animals were invited to. Uh, but, uh, the rat lies to the cat about when it's happening. So the cat misses it and it gets left out. Uh, uh tragic. Uh, missing out on a dinner. Uh, mm, uh, peak anime tragedy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big dinner. It's a banquet with God. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I... I gotta find out that new calendar, though. I might be a cat. Just sleeping through a social gathering, be like, yeah, that might be me. <laughs> mm, checks out. <laughs> Wait, I was worried when they said, like, oh, you left one out. Because I remember, like, five years ago, they are like, what about that new Zodiac sign, the Ophicus? Something. Which is, like, a, a, a tentacle monster thing. And I'm just like, oh, don't yeah. go that way. Uh, yeah, no, that gets that. ignored. <laughs> They're yeah, like, mm, mm, no. We, we have all our meme pages set up already. You can't throw us off like that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we see uh, from this building... The school's pretty boy lives here. This is <gasps> Yuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he comes out, and Honda immediately is like, Ooh, the, the most popular boy. <laughs> uh, so he's like, hey, I recognize you from school. What are you doing at my house? And she's evasive and uh, doesn't really answer, but... Uh, they're like, okay, uh, time to go to school, so let's walk together. And she's like, ooh, I'm walking to school with the popular boy. <laughs> uh, 
So naturally, uh, getting to school, we see all the uh, jealous girls who are in love with Yuki as well. And they start accosting her, being like, hey, stay away from our man. You're not special enough. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we see Honda's friends come. I didn't get their names. Did yeah. Me neither. But they rule. I got their yeah. names because they call one girl Yankee, which is like a slang oh, yeah. term for like a, a delinquent or like. Uh, Bacho and something. So I thought I was like, "Oh, her name's Yankee." No, I looked it up. Um, okay, because she was uh, tall and blonde. So I was like, "Is she like? Are they doing like an American exchange <laughs> student?" And she's uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, "Oh, the big tough American's gonna come beat us up." Yeah, no. Uh, the one, the blonde one was uh, Arisa Otani, and the other one was Saki Hanajima, and they call her just Hana. Um, and they're my favorite. They're the best. Best girls, they OTP, rule. I don't care. Utani's yes. ride or die bitch, and I love her, and I will die for her. <laughs> like, she is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Captain America and Aubrey Plaza, as I was <laughs> calling them in my mind, um, uh, uh, big blonde girl's like, hey, I'm going to fight you. And then uh, the, like, quieter, gother one, like, <laughs> they bleep out what she's saying because it's so like uh, I don't know if they're implying like she's just threatening them so aggressively that's like holy shit we can't put this in a TV show or if she was just cussing them out Uh, but either way (laughs) these uh, uh, jealous girls run away Uh, when I looked up their names it said the Hana like always talks about the like electrical like pulse or vibe Mm -hmm. coming from people so she talks about electricity a lot so she was like I guess implying that she was going to torture them with electricity and like shock them to death Sick. and stuff. It's like, I love it. I love these two so much. <laughs> uh, torture me. <laughs> uh, so, oh, sorry. Uh, got oh, Mike's still on. Uh, uh, but yeah, so they uh, are in like a culinary class. They're just cooking. So sure. Uh, but they're talking about Yuki and how he's uh, the most popular boy in school, but he's also so mysterious, and that's what's so alluring. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, there's a rumor that a girl uh, tried to, like, ask him out, but he literally pushed her away and disappeared. (laughs) I love the (laughs) little... drop-kicked a girl. Yeah, the little animation they show for him kicking her away. Uh, Oh, also, real back, uh, back real quick to the girls that were cheering for Yuki when they were going to school. There's three girls, and they spell out love Yuki, but that's four letters. So the one girl has to do double time and do both <laughs> letters, and I really like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, this show, like, for being, like, 20 years old, <laughs> um, it <laughs> the humor holds up very well. It it still hits, it hits good, good in a contemporary yeah. way still. Yeah. I thought it was going to be uh, very dated, but, yeah, I'm surprised. Uh but yeah, because like it doesn't, the show doesn't take itself too, too seriously. Like there are, there are dramatic moments, but they're like, yeah, we know what's going on. So <laughs> we, we know what we're doing. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, they uh, say he's so mysterious and doesn't date anyone. And also, hey, Honda, uh, you've been putting in a lot of time at your like part-time jobs. Are you doing okay? Uh, are you struggling with tuition money? And she's like, oh, yeah, just just get a <laughs> put the nose to the grindstone. <laughs> um, and we uh, get the actual backstory of what's going on with her. So uh, when she was little, her dad died. And recently, her mom got into a car accident and died as well. 
So she was going to live with her grandpa, uh, but she's like, oh, I don't want to be a burden. Uh, I'm just taking up his life. Uh, so when he uh, needed to do some renovations on his house and was like staying with a family member, uh, she's like, oh, I'll, I'll stay with friends. Don't worry about me. I, I got this. And uh, decided uh, a very relatable thing of, oh, I don't want to bother anyone in yeah. uh, being existent uh, I was gonna going say, through grief when my mom died. I'm going to be homeless instead. Her Live out whole in the woods. thing, no matter what's going on in her life, is I don't want to bother anybody. <laughs> Ooh, I, mm, uh, anxiety icon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, I was expecting the show to be like very tropey and like lovey dovey and like romancy and stuff. And with that kind of like the main character girl usually is a very like ditzy and just kind of dumb. We kind of like we saw with Nana and uh, mm-hmm. Nana. But like after seeing Toru, like no, like I get like I get her train of logic and like for being a high schooler, like yeah, this would make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just camping out in the woods, but like. She's not dumb. Like, and, and she has like silly moments, and she'll hit her head a lot. But it's like, no, she like I didn't check off unlikable main character, and I was surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also uh, I this is weird to say, but I like that we know how her mom died. Because <laughs> I feel yeah. like in most anime, like they're just like, yeah, my mom died when I was little, and we don't know why. Other than that, it's a plot device. <laughs> Yeah, because it also becomes plot relevant. Like, it really explains some of her anxieties getting that mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. So it's also uh, she wasn't killed by a zodiac dragon or something weird. Yeah. <laughs> it it wasn't some curse. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, she wasn't sucked into a, a cube, and uh, uh, now she has to play a card game to create <laughs> her soul. <laughs> uh, but uh, she's. Uh, working all these jobs because she's like, I, I gotta pay my own way. I can't rely on anyone. She walks home from school with Yuki. Uh, ooh, everyone's jealous again. Mm. Um, Yuki says he hates cats and, uh, questions her knowledge of the Zodiac, uh, mythology. And, uh, talking about how the cat is shunned, uh, and all that sort of, like, just, uh, T- testing the waters, see how she feels about uh, certain characters in the story. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a fun thought. Um, but uh, they agree to meet up the next morning to walk to school again. So, ooh, friendship. Oh, boy. Uh, and then we see uh, her at her night job. She's, like, uh, cleaning up an office uh, and doing janitorial services. So uh, she... Gets home at, like, midnight. And we see, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to say, uh, the other uh, person we see with Yuki in the house that morning is his cousin, oh, yeah. uh, Shig- uh, Shigure. Shigure. Dogman. Dog uh, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> He's a dog. He hounds the women all the time. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're walking home. They're like, oh, yeah, bought some dinner. <laughs> and as they're walking back, they see uh, Honda getting into her tent. So they're like, oh, fuck. Uh, hey. What's going on wh- here? Why? <laughs> what? Why are you homeless? So they agree to uh, take her back to their place. Uh, she's, uh, sorry, I lost my name. Uh, they take her home and uh, they're 
gonna have her stay. Uh, she sees like their house is a mess, and they were talking earlier about hiring a housekeeper. Oh, weird to see her at her night job as a housekeeper. Um, ah. Two young boys living together. There's no way they can take care of themselves. They live in literal trash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, and she's not feeling well because she's working herself to death and sleeping outside. So she has a fever, and they're like, "Okay, uh, you're you're gonna uh, stay here. It's dangerous out there. Uh, we'll give you like an actual place to sleep." And uh, uh, Yuki senses something. Ooh, there is a landslide out there. So they. Uh, go back out and see that her tent was destroyed, just buried by a landslide. How convenient. Wow. Uh, <laughs> can't go back. Uh, so she starts freaking out because she's like, uh, everything I owned, like the only picture of my mom is in there. I have to dig it out. And they're like, hey, n- no, you have a fever. It's like 1 a.m. Go to sleep. We will deal with this in the morning. Just be thankful you were not crushed because you were about <laughs> to go to sleep when uh, we were when we found you. Uh, so they take her home and yeah, so uh, they set her up in uh, her room and uh, Yuki's like, wow, at school she seems so chipper and cool. I had no idea she was going through so much. Uh, yeah, let me go for a walk, wink, and uh, not uh, do any digging tonight. Um so we see in a dream, uh, Honda is talking with her mom and she's saying like, hey, don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, give yourself a break. Just live the life you want and you'll be happy. And uh, uh, Honda's like, no, I'm going to work <laughs> myself to death. Um but, uh, yeah, her whole thing is, like, her mom sort of had to put her life on hold, didn't get a degree. So she's like, okay, i got to prove that all of your hard work went to something. So I'm going to uh, uh, go get my degree and have that successful life you weren't able to have. Um, very sweet, very good. Um, mm-hmm. So when she wakes up in the morning, she's greeted by the picture of her mom. <gasps> ah. Some mysterious, handsome hunk of a stranger dug it out in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, real quick, when Yuki was like, I'm going to go take a walk, and he opens up the door, and he like his eyes glow a bit, and there's just the sound of like a hundred scurrying rats, and like we see like the outlines of them and their glowing eyes behind him. If you didn't know what this show is about, that'd be really <laughs> fucked up. Like, what Demons? is that? Yeah. At that moment, I was like, "Is he's literally a thousand rats in a trench coat. <laughs> I was really hoping it'd be multiple rats. It would've been so good. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, she wakes up, uh, thanks Yuki for getting her stuff, and they're like, hey, so, um, you've seen what a fucking armpit of a trash can <laughs> and we know you do cleaning stuff for work. What if we give you a room here if you become our housekeeper? <laughs> and uh, in the offer, Yuki echoes the uh, uh, sentiment that her dream mom gave her, saying like, yeah, just uh, do what you can and live your life and uh, things will turn out uh, good. So uh, she accepts, but is still uh, <laughs> being such a burden. She's like, I need to know all the house rules. You can't pay me. My uh, pay is just room and board. Yeah. So, <laughs> just I, immediately I accept- being like, this is way too kind for you to uh, <laughs> take me off the streets. How <laughs> how dare you be so nice? I won't accept any money from you. That way I can still do my part-time job and still not get that much money. It's just like, Toro, honey, 
Please. Oh. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> stop doing this to yourself. Uh, but yeah, so uh, she agrees, uh, and they go up to the uh, room, and they're like, okay, it just needs to be cleaned up, uh, just a little light work. And uh, as they say that, a boy drops through the ceiling. <laughs> <gasps> oh, it's raining men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, so, uh, uh, blonde boy comes crashing through the ceiling and is like, uh, Mr. Pilgrim, I am Matthew Vatel. <laughs> uh, pretty fun. And, uh, just starts fighting, uh, Yuki. And as, uh, as Honda tries to, like, uh, push him out of the way and, uh, uh, uh like, tackle this intruder, uh, Oh no, he turns into a cat. Uh-oh. What? Uh, what? And then Wood falls from the ceiling and hits her head, and uh, uh, Shiguri and uh, Yuri try to catch her, and in doing so, hug her, and they turn into a rat and a dog, and that's where we end episode one. Wow. Surprise! What hijinks. (laughs) Surprise! I'll say, though. The drum roll, the drum beat that was going when they were turning in animals was tasty. Like, that was a <laughs> nice beat. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, if this is the soundtrack for the whole show, I could get down with this. <laughs> mm, funky. Yeah. It's kind of like, shit, this kind of slaps. <laughs> I was not so expecting that. <laughs> um, so, in the beginning of episode two, the postman comes around to the house and Toru, holding all three animals, is freaking <laughs> out. She's like, look, it's a dog, cat, and a rat. And the postman is just like, it sure is. <laughs> That's nice, honey. <laughs> Thanks for showing me your pets. Here's the mail. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Have a good one. Uh, and then <laughs> they start arguing, and she's surprised that they're talking, like, in their animal forms. Um, and then the dog boy, Shigure, starts explaining that their family is cursed, and they turn into the 12 animals of the Zodiac, plus the cat. Uh, when they get stressed or hu- are hugged by a member of the opposite sex. And of course, when they change back, they're naked. Of course. <laughs> I just love how they sort of gloss over that fact. It's like just a quick thing of like, and yeah, we're naked. Okay, that's for the art. Okay, we'll anyway. move on with plot. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> right, I don't like on it too long. Bye. Uh, what a specific curse. Like I could kind of get the stressed out part, but mm-hmm. like when hugged by a member of the opposite sex, it's like, why that? Why is that part of the curse? So they can never enjoy the touch of a woman. But hey. It jerks on you. I'm gay. <laughs> They're gay. Um. It's romance. They're, they have to have some fundamental fatal flaw that prevents them from feeling any sort of love. That's true. Right. Um. So she like thinks back to like that story about Yuki pushing the girl away. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> um. And then Shigure is... Cheese cheesing. Ooh. What? Teasing. <laughs> uh he's teasing uh I his name's Keo, uh the cat boy. Uh for being broody. And then he like blows up uh and he punches the table in half and it smacks Toru in the head and she like starts bleeding a little bit. Um and <laughs> I wasn't right writing down like the things they were saying to Keo, but right off the bat I was like, damn. They're, like, really shitty to this guy. <laughs> and, like, he's... It's funny. We were talking about shitty characters before we started recording. And, like, I like Keo. I think, like, part of the reason he's so shitty, like, it's his personality, sure. But, like, 
he's also just like relentlessly made fun of and like ridiculed by these two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he gets constantly. shit on and then ends up being shitty. It's like, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I think that's what works so far. Like we don't see all the characters, but everyone we see, we're like, okay, you have your like character flaws, but oh, they're supplemented by your kindness in different ways. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we have a well-rounded cast. None of them are complete assholes. They all have their sweet side. So okay, mm-hmm. all right, I can see why this works because so many other shows are like, nope, he's an asshole, he's but one he's note. beautiful. <laughs> he's a beautiful <laughs> asshole. He's a freshly bleached. <laughs> Um, but yeah well like with the dog guy it's kind of like ah like he seems nice and then when they find he finds out about taru's like situation he's just laughing that she's been camping out like on their property for a week it's like yo my dude (laughs) not the time (laughs) so it's kind of like yeah he's a he's a dick but like yeah we've seen like playing nice moments with him too so yeah it is refreshing yeah um but so yuki then slaps kyo across the face for making Toru bleed, I guess. And then they're like, you want to go? And then they start fighting. <laughs> you want to take um, this outside? And she she's kind of like, wait, no. Like, don't, please don't physically fight right now. Uh, but Shigure is like, no, like, don't worry. Like, it, it wasn't anything about this situation. Like, they just hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> this is their you, whole dynamic. <laughs> um, so the fight ends quickly after Yuki sends Kyo flying out into the garden. Um, and she, like, is thinking about how noble Yuki is. Like, she's like, he's the prince of the school, and he's still so princely. And I'm like, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Okay. He's fashionable and He fought and this quiet. guy just because he doesn't like him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's fist fighting someone and turned into a rat. How how princely do you think he is? <laughs> he's just a well-manicured feral delinquent. He's still a feral delinquent. <laughs> Uh, so while she's thinking about that, she's like, oh yeah, school, I gotta get going. Um, and her uniform is really dirty. That's something they talk about. Um, and then Shigure says he has to go talk to Akito, who is the head of the family. Um, and he like has to tell him that she knows their secret and she's just like, okay, and then leaves. Um, and then Yuki is like, hey, why are you being so open about the family secret? Are you gonna erase her memory? No. Oh. Uh. I see no uh. my goddess. I know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Men in Black, my favorite anime. <laughs> um, and then Shigure, he's like, nah, nah, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, but it, in the past, we did it before because too many people knew. But she's just one girl. So who knows? Maybe not. Um, and then Toru is with her friends at school. And the Yuki fan club pokes fun at her again, and her friends defend her because that's, you know. They're good friends. Ride or die. They're good friends. They rule. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say, uh, at least in the old dub, uh, I think the one friend name is Uatani, but uh, Toru keeps calling her, like, Uwu. Good. And I guess that's just, like, a shortened, like, abbreviation of her name, but I'm just like, like, Uwu? <laughs> it, like, did we find the source? <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, the uh, our archaeological brains just went. Oh, we found an artifact. <laughs> <laughs> Belongs in the furry museum. Uh, so she used a washing machine at some point, uh, and she goes to change her uniform, and and Yuki is there, 
Um, and he gets all cryptic and he's like, I know you'll keep my secret, but you might have to get your memory erased anyway. And she has no reaction to that, which I think is funny <laughs> that she's not like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's like, no, I, this is at least the third most surprising thing I've heard today. Yeah. Once you see people change into animals and then change back, you're just like, all right, you're fucking, yeah, I guess magic exists too. Like, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You um, can say you can turn into a school bus, whatever. Who am I to say no? <laughs> Let's go, Miss Frizzle. <laughs> uh, so he explains that when he was seven, he was playing with a bunch of kids, and a girl fell on him uh, like a hug. And so he turned into a rat in front of all those kids, and I guess Akito erased all of their memories. And we see a past conversation where little seven-year-old Yuki is like, am I really that weird? And Akito is just like, yes, if they knew that you were a rat, they'd hate you. You're a freak. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, oh, trauma. but like, that's all Akito says for why you can't like get close to anyone. It's like, you're a freak and they'll hate you. It's like, that. that's it? I was worried about like being dissected by the government and stuff. But like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll just be ostracized a little bit. <laughs> like, also, Akito uh, looks like the same age as... Uh, Yuki, at least in the flashback. So I'm just like, who's this shitty little like seven and a half year old ordering around this other? Well, seven-year-old? yeah, his voice too. His voice is also baby in the yeah. past. So the head but of I'm probably a thousand like... years old. <laughs> I... Well, he ages though because when you know Shigori goes to see him later, we see him and he's about you know like a teen. Yeah. So it's like who what. I was worried about that because Yuki says, like, ah, oh, are you going to erase their memories like in the olden days? I was like, ah, oh, Christ, are they a thousand years old? Like, are they the original Zodiac? But they do say it is generational and the flashback is, you know, Yuki as a kid. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. thank God. Like, I, I couldn't deal with that in the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, oh, I can't I can't go against Akito's wishes, so probably have to erase your memory, whatever. Um, and she moves to make him to (laughs) he's gonna leave and then she moves to stop him and then he turns into a rat a very cute rat um and then she's like you know like i understand if you have to erase my memory like if the head of your family doesn't trust me like he doesn't know me it's fine but i still want to be your friend so after my memory is erased like can we still be friends um and he's like huh (gasps) And then he turns back into a human and she helps him fix his tie. And he's like so happy that she would still want to be friends with him, even though she knows he's a rat right now, because that's not what Akito said would happen. You want to me. <laughs> Acceptance? Never. Weird. But I'm so cute. Uh, <laughs> uh, he walks her to class and he says, thank you. And we know that it's like a deep thing, but she's just like, yeah, I'm really good at fixing ties. Um, and yeah, this is when we see Shigure go to talk to Akito, and Akito is like, yeah, I can trust her. It'll be a great opportunity. And it's like, okay, hmm, what's all this then? Um, and then they get home from school, and Toru goes into her room to, or, I, maybe it's not her room, but she goes in there to put her bag away. And Kyo is in there fixing the roof! Um, and she's kind of surprised to see him. Uh, and he's like immediately defensive. Um, he's like, I'm not good at controlling my temper, uh, but I just ha- hate Yuki so much. But like, I don't hate, <laughs> hate you so much. yet. Like, sorry, I'm, you get I'm caught sorry. in the crossfire. Yeah. Um, 
And then Shigure gets, ho- gets home and Kyo books it. Um, and Shigure talks to Toru and Yuki saying that Akito will let her stay as long as they keep their secret. Um, and then Yuki talks to Shigure alone saying it, it all seems too easy. Hmm. And then Shigure is like, yeah, just, I mean, just trust that Akito knows best. And I'm just like, I don't, based mm. on how cryptic he was before, I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh, um, I also love that Kyo is just wearing a midriff bearing shirt with some big, fat, chunky cargo pants. Big pants, little <laughs> shirt. Oh, hell, yes. <laughs> love it. I love him. Um, and Toru thanks them again for their hospitality. And she gets to stay in a nice house. Yay. Um, and then the next morning, there's just a room full of garbage bags <laughs> because these men just don't trash. know how to take out the trash, I guess. It's not that hard. This is the it's trash just... room, right? The the one with, like, the fridge and the sink? Yeah, uh, those eventually lead to the ocean, so the trash will find its way there now. <laughs> <laughs> one day the, the ocean trash will, will get up and walk out of the bags. <laughs> I mean... I do say it's not that hard, and it's clearly an over-exaggeration, but I did stay with a friend of mine once who lived with his bandmates when he was in the band, and, like, there were flies in their kitchen around their uh, piling of cards. so I'm like, I guess it does happen. It's uh, just, mm-hmm. it's so but not hard. it doesn't hard. need to happen is the thing. <laughs> it's so easy to just take the trash out. It's not a hard job. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just burn it if you're going feral about it, but... <laughs> If you're going feral, I'm just like, we create fire, we burn garbage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Shigure is like, oh, I'm gonna go out and see Kyo, uh, and then Yuki is like, oh, I can help her clean, and then Shigure is like, nah, you're useless, just let her do it. And she's like, yeah, I can do it myself. So Yuki says he's leaving too. Um, and she cleans up, Yuki gets back sometime later, and she made lunch. Nice. He's like, this is the best lunch I've ever had. Because it's made with love. Oh. <sighs> oh. Um, and <laughs> he says, I wonder where Shigure and that stupid cat went. And I'm just like, oh, my God. He <laughs> like, you can't even say seconds. his name. Uh, and then she asks him where he went. And he says he went to his secret base. And she gets excited, thinking it's like a cool fort or something. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's not that exciting. But next time I go, I'll show you. Um, and then Kyo and Shigure burst in and they're already arguing. And Kyo is like, I don't like, I don't like what you're doing to me. I don't <laughs> like that you just make fun of me all the time. This isn't cool. And that you trick me and stuff. And then Shigure is like, no, that's not it. I mean, it is kind of fun, but, um, uh, he says that whatever it was, it was Akito's decision. Uh, and Toru is like, Hey, do you want some lunch, Kyo? I want to be your friend. Um, and he just storms out. And Fuck Shigure it. says that Kyo is mad because he made him take the exam to get into their high school. Uh, and he got in. Yay. Because previously, he was training on a mountain or something. For four months. Yeah, so he just hasn't been in school. <laughs> just got a full feral. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was at this point. So he was training on the mountain because he wants to fight and beat Yuki, who for some reason is very good at fighting. Gotta kill and dethrone God. (laughs) (laughs) Dethrone God. Um, And it was at this point I was like, oh yeah, they don't like each other because Yuki is the rat that lied to the cat. Right, okay, I get it. So 
Kyo is at school and all of the girls are asking him about Yuki, but they're also like, well, he's cute too, though. He's related to Yuki. He's also hot by proxy. That's not <laughs> how that works. He is cute, though. He is cute. I mean, he is the Sundere option, so. Yeah. I just think design-wise, he's more handsome as well, but that's just me. It's just each go um, for bleach. I think, actually, so in the Japanese, Yuki's voice is more feminine. Oh. And then in the dub, they for sure didn't go that direction. No. And I think the 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 weird seeing like a deep man voice come out <laughs> of this pretty teenage boy is weird for me. So like watching the Japanese, I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty boy. I like him. <laughs> but in the English, it's like, I don't like that. <laughs> it, um, it's a deep voice. It's just whispered at all times. So it's like, eh, it feels odd. <laughs> pretty but strong sounding I, I don't know how to handle this um and uh Toru's Aubrey Plaza friend uh says that there's something about them that seems inhuman um and then Kyo gets up to leave all of the girls and one of them grabs his arm so just reflexively he just pushes her to the ground and pulls her arm back and I'm just like oh no not a good look bud <laughs> bad first impression and then he jumps out the window, and Toru <laughs> feels bad for him. And she's like, he must feel pretty alone since, you know, it seems like these two, Shigure and Yuki, hate him so much. <laughs> I want to be his friend. I hope we can be friends. I and that's episode him. two. She always, I can fix him. <laughs> she always felt bad for But you know what? She can fix him. Because, like, he doesn't... It's not that he needs to be fixed in terms of his relationship with women most of the time. He needs to be fixed like his genitalia as a cat. No. <laughs> no? I was going the wrong way. It's that he needs to be treated kindly. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I do like that he is a cat and went up to the mountains to train for four months and I'm imagining him going feral. But I'm imagining like a feral pack of cats and it's just a, just a feral bunch of teenage boys on a mountain somewhere in an abandoned village. Like, <laughs> but the, like they are acting like cats. It's just like, God, that'd be weird looking. Eating See, grass and dead birds. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like the thought of they are actually feral cats. He's just the one human that's following them around and being like, guys, wait for me. Stop. <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's not in his cat form. <laughs> They just completely ignore him. He's like, guys, come on. I, I can't be friends no. with you either. Oh, yeah, no one. <laughs> oh, God. It's a weird anime, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we start with episode three. Opens up with the how episode two ended with the girl being scared off by... Uh, I, you just said his name and I'm already struggling. Which one? Catboy. You know what? Kyo. Uh, animals. Kyo. Uh, I wrote it down, but God help me if I spelled it correctly. Uh, yeah, he jumps out the window again and runs off. Uh, Yuki goes running after him to reprimand him for like, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't just attack people and jump out a window four stories up. Even if you can land safely, you're going to reveal that we're cats and rats and shit." So uh, Yuki's saying, "No." Hio's saying that Yuki is just spoiled because uh, he's one of the true family members, and that you know he's always. I guess kind of got pampered, or at least like life's always gone his way. Uh, bop, bop, bop. And Kyo's always had to struggle because he's got to like earn his place. Um, and that pisses Yuki off. So, uh, 
Yeah, so he starts yelling back at him, and Kyo goes to swing at him again. Goes to punch him, and immediately gets his ass handed to him by Yuki. Just knocked out, like, <laughs> instantly. Which, once again, uh, yeah, now that you guys point out, I'm wondering, why does Yuki know how to fight so well? Yeah, we, know, we must like, find out later. Yeah. But, uh, this is also, I also thought, like, before it was revealed to be generational, I thought, like, um... Oh, they're the original Zodiac animals. The cat hates the rat. Or the cat hates the rat. But I'm like, why does the rat hate the cat? The rat's the one that screwed the cat over. Like, the yeah. rat's just an asshole. So. You're the one provoking him. And for what? Yeah, like, the cat has a legitimate reason to be mad. Uh, so, yeah, he knocks uh, Kyo out. And uh, he starts uh, yelling at him, even though he got knocked over. And Toru sees all this from behind, like, the side of the building. So she comes running up to help. Kyo up, and uh, when she runs up, she trips and hugs him, and he turns into a cat, as per usual. And she's like, "Oh well, let me help you up." And Kyo like snaps her, like, "No, get away from me, you stupid girl! I hate you! Don't bother helping me!" And just, but like, really lays into her. And she's like, "Oh, that's that's some raw rage right there. That's a pure rage." And uh, she kind of, <laughs> "I'm just, gonna let you work that out." Yeah, she kind of just walks away, like, "I'm I'm just gonna leave and think about what I did." Uh, <laughs> So we get a little flashback of uh, Toru's mom telling her about, you know, the cat missing the party in the Zodiac. And she's like, I'm going to be a cat. I always, you know, I feel bad for the cat. I'm going to be a you know, part of the cat fan club to help him out because uh, I feel so bad. And it just kind of reminded her, like, she just wants to help and she mm-hmm. can't. So we come back and uh, to present day. We see Toru like moping in a hallway and she's underneath like a fire extinguisher box. And her friends come up like, yo. What's up? You doing okay? We care about you. We're your friends and we're actually written well. It's amazing. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, it's nothing. And she stands up and slams her head against the fire extinguisher box. And it's like, oh God. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like, she gets hit in the head a lot. Like so far every episode. She's losing brain cells left and right. <laughs> and she's like, uh, no, no, it's nothing. I just got to go uh, help out with my friends. I'll see you later. Bye. And she runs off. Um, and, yeah, her friend even comments, like, huh, I'd be worried about Toru having brain damage, but I don't think she could be any worse than she already is. And I think someone <laughs> else comments about, like, brain damage later in the episode, too. And she's like, yeah, she gets hit in the head a lot. And I'm starting to wonder if they actually do turn into animals or if she's just lost touch with her now. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> Only one of them is actually an animal. The rest are just hallucinations. Yeah. <laughs> It's like in a show. I don't have a cousin. What are you talking about? <laughs> what dog? They're just telling Toru to wake up throughout the whole anime. I don't know what the twist is going to be, but I got a feeling she's in a coma. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, she goes running off uh, to try and make amends. And then, meanwhile, back at the Soma house, we see uh, Kyo just kind of laying there, kind of regretfully moaning about, like, I shouldn't have yelled at her. I kind of snapped, and, you know, I was more pissed off at Yuki than her, and it just kind of let it down on her. And, uh, Dog's just sitting there, I, I don't know, doing his taxes? I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> um, and he's kind of telling him, like, well, if, if you think so, if you feel that bad or conflicted about living with her and you feel that guilty, make up with her. Like, get you know, get over yourself. Don't go off in the mountains again. You went off to train your body for four months in the mountains. Now you got to train your social skills. And this is the perfect way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God. Like, an actual meaningful conversation with a side character and another <laughs> side character. <laughs> Unheard of. <laughs> so he kind of makes a good point of, like, yeah, it, this is going to be your training. You're going to have to learn to get along with people. And now's the time by living in the house with everyone. And 
Uh, as he says that, Yuki comes back, and Kyo kind of sl- slinks away of like, Whoom, I don't want to be seen right now. And uh, where was that? Kyo says he met someone. Oh, no, before that, Kyo says like, uh, Dog Guy says like, ah, oh, you got to find someone who's like willing to be your friend and like you can work with that. He's like, ah, oh, who would want to be my friend? It'd have to be someone with some serious brain damage. I was like, well, I got the perfect <laughs> person for you. Uh, and then, yeah, Yuki come or yeah, Yuki comes in and kind of slinks away, <laughs> and they talk a bit. Uh, and then we see Toro goes to work after school, so we see her coming out like pretty late. And on the way back to the big house, we see someone sneaking up behind her. She gets all nervous and swings because you know what? Hey, she's by herself. It's dark. That's fair. Yeah, she's allowed to defend herself. <laughs> he could have literally said anything to get her attention before he was right behind her. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out Kyo. And uh, she apologizes for swinging her bag at him. It's like, sorry, I thought you were like a stalker or something. He's like, why would you think that as I sneak up behind you quietly on a dark road? Like, it's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, but he basically starts yelling. It's like, I don't fuck. You just, if you're that mad at me, you just hit me again and just get it all out over with. It's like, what? No, I'm not mad at you. He's like, well, I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't have yelled at you or something. She's like, ah, you tried apologizing before back when you fixed the hole in the room. And now you're trying to apologize now. You're just bad at it because you're a little angy boy, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make you fall in love with me and develop your emotional skills so much, you dumb That's angry blonde. Be so good, oh, I can fix so you. Uh, <laughs> let me unload all that anger out of those cargo pockets. You got so many. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she kind of lets him know, like, yeah, I always liked the cat from the Zodiac. Uh, my mom told me the story, and you know, I felt bad for him. So I'm like, I'm gonna be friends with the cat one day, and that's you. I'm going to be your friend, you dumb blonde idiot. He's like, God, she, uh, we got to get home before dinner starts. Or dinner gets cold. Uh, remembering what the dog man was telling him earlier. And he gets all flustered. Can't handle his emotions. Mm-hmm. So we see, I don't know if it's the next day or if it's dinner that it's night. It's sometime later. Sometime <laughs> later. They're all together eating. And uh, Kia keeps yelling. And Yuki keeps pushing his buttons. And she's like, God, these two. Just fucking kiss already. Just get it over with. Uh, <laughs> just get it out. And then we see the next day at school, uh, Taru's, uh, Taru's trying to play a card game with everyone. She's like, hey, why don't we play, I think it's like Rich Man, Poor Man? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Uh, but some sort of card game. And uh, she's like, oh, we got to get like four people. It's like, oh, who wants to play? My two friends, the you know shining jewels of my life, the two people that have done nothing wrong by me and have only helped me out through thick and thin and are truly the greatest people in the show. God, I love those two characters. <laughs> Very good. Give us uh, more. <laughs> give me a spinoff. <laughs> uh, all right. It's like, well, we need someone else. And uh, I, I'm not getting her name anymore. Boss bitch. She's like, well, why don't we get Kiyo? Since he's a little punk ass bitch. If he think he can't beat a couple <laughs> of girls. He's like, what'd you say to me? It's like, yes, the competitive nature. Get these two idiots together. Begin. <laughs> Well, I love it. <laughs> so I'll kiss you harder. No, I'll kiss you harder. <laughs> I just love over-competitive idiots. They're great. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so they pretty much trick Kyo into playing the card game with them. And, uh, meanwhile, we cut to seeing Yuki being confessed to by another girl. And she's like, I think it'd be great if we go out to... And he stops her. He's like, no, we mustn't. We must only be friends. She's like, oh, God, I feel so bad. Don't say that. And goes to hug him. And he just, he doesn't put his hand on her head, like on her forehead to stop her. He grabs her head with both hands. 
Idiot sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just really love how Yuki like stops the girls because it's just it's just very uncouth. It's just like mm-hmm. it's clearly him panicking. It's like, oh god, I gotta stop her anyway I can and not like cool and collected. I'm the proper uh, prince of the school and let me grab your face. Don't touch Don't me. Touch Stay me. away from me. <laughs> yeah, why do people still think he's so pr- like people call him that, but everybody knows <laughs> that he does this to girls. Yeah, he's cute and all, but he fucking body slammed me into the lockers <laughs> when I accidentally almost tripped on him. I don't know what's he up. He kicked me in the shin the other day. It was really weird. Yeah. He, concu- <laughs> he full on concussed to me when I said I thought his shoes were neat. <laughs> I tried to give him a high five and he just with a boxing glove just punched me in the face. I don't know where <laughs> I don't even know where yeah. he got it. He wasn't wearing it when I went in for the high five. He said he said, Give me a moment. He walked away for ten minutes and came back with a boxing glove, which I think had a horseshoe in it. I don't know. And he just <laughs> laid my ass out. Like well, there's no boxing unit in gym. He had to bring it from home. <laughs> he, he, are, he hid that away somewhere. Where did he get it? <laughs> and she says, um, he he's always so distant from everyone that he just he must think he's better than everyone, and uh, he doesn't want to get close to anyone. And we see that clearly hits a chord with Yuki of like, oh, she called out my character flaw. Oh. <laughs> She's right, but why'd she have to say it? <laughs> and uh, we see, uh, we see Yuki after that go back and kind of like peer into the classroom where everyone is, and he sees all of them playing cards, and he sees uh, Kyo being like, haha, read it and weep. I got the winning hand. And boss bitch is like, yeah, think again, dumbass. And that's when we see all replies being like, reverse or no, bitch, you're both out. I win. It's like, damn. Like, <laughs> just them one-upping each other in his hand, in a card game. It's like, I love this. This is my show. He gets show. along with her friends. That's huh? a good sign. A good sign. And uh, we see that they made a deal of whoever lost the card game has to clean the classroom that night, or at the end of that day. And... Uh, that's when, uh, yeah, then it just cuts to the classroom later that day of, uh, Kyo running around with the mop cleaning it up, because he lost. And Taru's there, cause she's like, I'll help him out, because she's nice. And Yuki's there talking to her, and then- Not helping. Not helping, why would he? And, uh, Kyo starts arguing with Yuki again, because it's what he does. And Taru, uh, remembers, like, oh, I remember Kyo saying he wants to be part of the family. Does he mean, like, the Zodiac family? Because he was, you know- skipped out of the party with the other Zodiacs. He's trying to earn his place. And uh, we see, of course, he takes a swing at Yuki because he's a little ball of rage. And Yuki, once again, just knocks his ass out. Like, just a swift (laughs) kick to the bottom of the chin and just knocks him out. And uh, Yuki's like, well, he can finish cleaning the room on his own. I'm going home. And uh, Kyo, like, wakes up from being concussed. And it's like, wow. Yuki didn't hold back that time. We didn't have, like, a scuffle. He just went for, like, the kill shot. It's like, Yuki must be having a bad day. And Taru's like, shit. How do you observe that in your own weird (laughs) fighting way? Um, And then we see Katsu Toru at work and, uh, you know, getting changed, finishing up her shift. And she overhears a couple of coworkers talking about, like, ooh, there's a pretty boy outside. He's so beautiful. It's like, damn, everybody's (laughs) thirsty after this rat. <laughs> and sure enough, it's Yuki. He's sitting outside waiting. He's like, "Well, Kyo walked you home last night, and I figured that ah, you use someone else to walk you home tonight. Now come along with you." Kyo walked you home last night, so I have to one up him and walk <laughs> you home tonight. But this time it's further away. I'm at your place of work. I didn't sneak up on you. That makes me better, right? <laughs> right. I've learned. 
And so while they're talking on the sidewalk, uh, just a couple of drunk businessmen walk by. I was like, uh-oh. But sure enough, they walk by and he's like, I just get a bedroom. Why don't you get a room, you couple of lovebirds? And pushes Toru at Yuki. And of course, that leads to a hug, which turns him into a rat. So they're walking home. <laughs> I love it. When, when he turns into a rat initially right there, she like picks him up and talks to him like, oh, sorry, this happened. He's like, yeah, it'll wear off. We'll see. You know, the time varies every time. So we'll see when it, I turn back. And then it cuts to them walking home. He's still a rat. And he's just walking <laughs> alongside of her. And they have a little, like, emotional conversation of, like, Yuki saying how he always just wanted a normal life. And he wanted to go to a normal school where, uh, what was it, Akito, the head of the family, wanted to send him to an all-boys school to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, this happening. And he's like, no, I want to go to a normal school and just have a normal life and try and be as normal as I can. And he's realizing, like, no matter what I do or where I live or where I go, I'll still be a Soma, so I'll still have this curse. So I'll never be normal. But Kyo isn't part of the Soma family or the Zodiac family, technically. And he seems to just get along with people naturally, like when he was playing cards earlier, because he was just being himself. He was just being earnest because he didn't doesn't have anything to hide, even though he does have the same curse. So he does have something to I don't know. They secretly admire each other. Yeah. So Kyo admires Yuki for being in the family and being like respected by everyone. Yuki respects or admires Kyo for being able to live his own earnest life no matter how dumb and thick-headed it is um, <laughs> and i love this moment because it's an emotional character growth scene and he's just this little dinky rat <laughs> walking alongside this full-on girl like carrying his clothes and like he's not his even, little tiny feet yeah <laughs> it's the design of the animals is very simple and i kind of love that it's very cartoony but like yuki's rat form is just the shape of the rat, like the body of the rat, and then the eyes. And that's it. There's no other details. There's no whiskers. There's no mouth. There's no nose. Like, And I'm like, I kind of love I kind of love mm-hmm. how simple it is because it makes it cuter <laughs> and sillier when they're having these emotional conversations. <laughs> and he's this dinky little cartoon-ass rat. So I really enjoyed that. Um, and Taru says, uh, well, the girls at school seem to like you. So, you know, people like you. And he's like, no, they like me because I'm just being... I'm being nice and I'm being nice to get them to like me. So like in the, in that way, like I'm not being earnestly nice. I'm being selfish and kind of manipulating them to like me. So it doesn't even feel genuine. Also, I'm hot. So that helps with, uh, appeal. <laughs> I'm just super hot. So like they're just drooling over me and forming fan clubs, which is once again, I never had the singular hottest, hottest person in my school. It just feels weird and fucked up to me where everyone's hounding after one person. Just, like, yeah. so horned up for this one person. Um, but, yeah, so he's saying, like, it's it's all an act. And I just, it's just me being selfish trying to, like, get people to like me by being nice. So, even then, it's not genuine. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it starts raining. Whoa. Rain. He's turning back into a human. He's all wet and naked. <sighs> Slippery. <Mm-mm. laughs> the show doesn't treat him like that, so why are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the gross, dirty pervert on the podcast. We need one. <laughs> No, it's, I do like how quick it's like, oh, I'm naked, like instantly clothed next scene. It's just like, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't linger on it. It is a bit fan servicey, but like, it's really quick. So like, they, they want you to imagine it, but they're like, mm, do the homework on your own time. We have a story it, to tell here. <laughs> exactly. You'll draw this fan art on your own time. We won't do it for you. Um, and he's like, shit, it's raining. We got to go to my secret base because I'm seven and I have a secret <laughs> base. And when they run to it to, you know, take care of it because of the rain, they find out 
or Toru finds out, no, it's just a little garden that he takes care of. I don't know why they call it a secret base. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just a small little patch of Patch he doesn't want special. people to know that he's gardening. God forbid. Well, I did know a girl in college that was like really into bird watching and didn't want anyone to know because she thought it was lame. I was like, if I watch those birds, man, just do it. Who gives <laughs> a shit? If that's what you want to do on your Saturday afternoon. Fine, go for it. Yeah. There's a lot worse hobbies out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they go, they get like a tarp and help cover up the plants so they don't get like, uh, you know, rained out or like washed out from the rain and like drowned. Uh, and while they're you know, getting the tarp ready and helping out. Uh, Toru says, like, uh, he says, uh, Toru's nice for helping him out. And she's like, oh, and, uh, and yeah, I'm just being, you know, just doing what comes natural, you know, being nice to a friend of mine. But, you know, maybe I'm being nice just so you'll like me. Maybe I'm being like you. And he's like, no, you're not that manipulative. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're too empty-headed but full of innocent, like, genuine earnestness. <laughs> so, How savage of her to be like, maybe I'm doing the shitty thing you do to other people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it was meant to be like oh intentional burn on her part. I think she's just like, you just told me this is what you do. Maybe that's what I also mm-hmm. do. And she's just scared and didn't think that much about her, her actions. But mm. that's also the sweet endearing part of her is like, no, it's just 100% genuine. Like any kindness she gives to people is just earnest. Um, mm. But then she talks about like, yeah, my mom told me kindness comes in many forms. And it's some, and we get like little flashbacks of... Uh, Toru and her mom at her at her dad's grave as her mom tells her this and it's like kindness is something you have to work for and like put effort into and it comes in different shapes by different you know depending on who does it it's not something that just happens naturally so you you know if you don't if you don't feel like you're just overflowing with kindness that makes you a bad person it's like no that's not true you have to put in the effort so I was like god a good lesson at a weird <laughs> at a weird time at the grave but like god that's a good mom <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah Toru's basically saying like I, I put effort into it so you know that's you know what you're seeing and she's like I think you have your own kindness to it your kindness is kind of like a candle it you know brightens up everywhere that it's at a little bit and you know but it's kind of delicate too so you know it's you, know, you keep everyone at arm's distance so it's not like this shining beacon like a lighthouse and you know you clearly see that it's a chord with Yuki of like oh, she likes me she sees the kindness in me she can fix me. <laughs> she knows I love candles. <laughs> and, um, and of course, once they get the tarp over all the plants, the rain stops. And they're just like, yeah, we did it. Even though we're a little worse for wear, they're like very disheveled from the rain. Uh, they're like, well, while we're here, can we take any of these vegetables home? Make it into dinner? And it's like, well, the leeks are ready. She's like, ugh, leeks. All right. Fuck, uh, yeah, better than nothing. <laughs> uh, I think she was also thinking about the hole in her room and it just rains. So I was like, ah. My room's probably leaking. <laughs> um, but um, it's like, you know what? Maybe Yuki says, like, you know what? Maybe next time I can get a hand in the card game, play around with everyone. It's like, yeah, that'd be nice. Try and emotionally attach to people and, like, reach out. They have a, mm-hmm. little, a little tender moment. And uh, Toru says, mentions this is the first time she's seen Yuki, like, smile. And it's like, huh. Yeah, he's just been the mopey pretty boy up to this point. So it's the first time he gets an earnest, you know, I was going to say wink, finger guns, but it's not that. <laughs> just smile. Just the smile. Um, and then we see uh, they get home. Uh, I do like that they're like, oh, we're kind of disheveled. Cut to like a scene change, like an angle change. And they're all like, they're perfectly back to normal. They're not like soaking wet despite being in a like a borderline typhoon. Um, oh, no, I guess we got to get out of these sweat clothes. Uh, <laughs> they're like, no, they get changed. You know, 
They just try it. <laughs> Again, just, your own time. <laughs> it's just like funny they're having this like earnest, like heartfelt conversation, and it's just pouring in rain the whole time. I just be like, fuck, get the tarp down. We gotta go. I don't want to be out here longer than I need to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they get home to the house, and uh, Toru makes dinner, and it's a lot of leaks that they got from the garden. And of course, Kyo is like, ugh, I hate leaks. And Yuki's like, hey, someone made you dinner. Shut up and eat it. And like force feeds on me leaks. And when he force feeds on me, just Kyo just passes out instantly because I guess he hates it so much. That being... he he covered his nose. He pinched his nose. Oh, and then stopped his mouth with leaks so he couldn't. Br- oh, okay, <laughs> that makes Correct. more sense now. Right. He went for the kill with this one. <laughs> You'll eat these leaks, or I'll shove them down your corpse's throat. <laughs> and uh, she wondered. Uh, Toru sees this. It's like, huh? Maybe they can be friends. And she has a little like vision of them at like. A beach at sunset being like, Kyo, I want to amend our friendship and put all the past behind us. And Kyo's like, yes, Yuki, we can get over our hurdle and be friends together. She's like, no, that can't happen. (laughs) But could it? No, no, no. But maybe? No, no, no. (laughs) And that's episode three. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot on the bingo card. You got dead parents, you got animal sidekick, you got info dumps, you got tsundere. Gals being pals? Maybe. Snuck in beach episode right at the end. Oh, is that, ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, they were at the beach. I'll cross that one off. Uh, but they weren't wearing swimsuits. They weren't wearing swimsuits, but you know what? I'll take it. Uh, so if, if we could have gotten a magical girl or titties any part of this series, get a full bingo. Mm. <laughs> I won't hold my breath, though. Yeah. But yeah, that's Fruits Basket. Mm-hmm. We made it. Are we there yet? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed this. This is... Much more heartfelt than I thought it was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's hard to tell with a lot of these popular shows, mm-hmm. especially for a pretty boy harem show. Um, <laughs> do people like it because they're hot or do they like it because it's a good show? <laughs> In this case, it's like, okay, thank God it's a good show. Because if it was just shitty tropey uh oh no we're furry but we're also hot and we want to date you then that yeah. uh would not be as good but because they're like hey we do actually like connect on emotional levels like this is a good romance relationship show rather well, than right. a sensational ooh let me look at these hot people shows yeah like and i like how focused toru is on becoming friends with them as opposed to being like as opposed to seeing them as like romantic i'm gonna marry uh, this options yeah i mean i'm sure like at some point in the series i'm sure once it gets romantic she's probably like oh but we're friends what Mm -hmm. (laughs) but for now it's just kind of nice because they also don't look at her as, as a romantic option they're just like she's a girl in my life now and she's pretty cool yeah the plot doesn't revolve around one of them or her falling in love of like if if we get a girl to fall in love with us we'll break the curse and then they're just rooting to just try and like romance yeah. her as fast as possible so it's refreshing that it's just like yeah we got this weird curse thing but like we can just like hang out we can just chill and yeah and it's when she hugs yeah, that, them that's not hand. most of it we don't need to like cure ourselves or anything yeah, and it's when she hugs him they turn into animals, and it's not like, ooh, when I grab his crotch, and it just becomes really fan service or something. Because, like, you know, I, there still are other reverse harem shows that can get, like, ugly with the boy with the boy romance characters. Um, it's very, obviously, much more common in 
standard anime, uh, harem anime where it's like all the women are going after one guy and it's just like titties. So it is nice to see. And yeah, I was surprised with just the writing, even in just the first three episodes of like, shit, this is character growth. We're getting mm-hmm. like we're getting yeah. that early. <laughs> I like so much that Kyo isn't just a shitty guy for no reason. He's a shitty guy because <laughs> everybody is shitty to him. <laughs> but he wants to be better. Yeah. I was also worried this would be um a nostalgia show because I know this is like a lot of people's first anime because I think this is Yeah. either on Toonami or an early show and yeah, it is, you know, 2001 so it got a lot of people into it so I wasn't I wasn't sure if it'd be like, ah, it's good because I have fond memories of it, not because it's actually good, which is the case for a lot of older anime, like, I don't know, Zatchbell or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder who brought some that to the show. Oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm I'm glad we enjoyed it, and since it does have that remake, uh, either, I can't, rem- I don't know it how out. out it is, if it's still ongoing or what, but... Uh, it came out in 2019, so it's probably done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't remember how recent it was. Oh no, that it's weird Time's to gone. me. Even like in the context of this show, 2019 was a year into this podcast. I'm like, oh no, that's so far. That's so long ago. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Mm. Oh boy. I was also surprised by how few episodes there were. It was like 26 or something. I thought this would have mm-hmm. been a long running series, like 50 plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But hey, don't want to overstay your welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Get in and out. Yeah, I'd be very interested in seeing how the 2019 version is, if it's any different or if it is just the same but nicer looking. Just like updated art. Yeah. Uh, I think they got most of the same cast, so if you got nostalgia for the uh, dub, there you go. I mean, I wouldn't say that that's a great thing in some of the cases, but anyway. (laughs) Nice. Been a fun time. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I hope you find a, a rat man in your life that you can <laughs> fix. Uh, uh, but a yeah, what, in my life. She don't need no fixing. She's <laughs> uh, but what do we have going on next week? Next week, we're watching an anime I heard about very briefly in a YouTube video, uh-huh. but I loved the looks of it, and it has good reviews, so okay. fingies crossed. We're going to watch Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Get all cozy. It looks, it looks cute. So that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We've been burned before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send us your recommendations. Our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram, areweebthe- at are we there yet on both? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan and listen to my fiction podcast, Echoed Location. You can find me on Instagram at Honey Period D, on Twitter at Honey D8 and Honey D Art, and on Twitch at Honey underscore D. And Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E in all of them. Ooh, new one. Uh, yep. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. Thank you to Camille Rooley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I can't wait to watch these characters kiss, kiss, fall in love. Damn it, that's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs>